A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. So I made it to day 32 of 75 hard and decided to throw in the towel. Uh, so I'm kind of embarrassed about failing the challenge and doing so publicly, but that's mostly like a me thing. Like nobody besides honors, maybe a little bit has been saying anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I actually feel, notice I'm keeping my mouth shut. Yeah. He's going to keep his mouth shut, but I've been feeling a lot better. And I, now that it's been, it's been two days since I decided to stop, and I honestly feel really good about that decision. So there's some important lessons I would like to share with all of you that I kind of learned through this process that I'm going to be taking moving forward in uh, kind of my goals and stuff. But um, for, for a month, I gave it a pretty solid run. I pushed through many challenges, kind of pushed my limits. Uh, so I did get kind of that mental toughness reset that I was looking for. But it was it was challenging. It was a struggle. And at the end of the day, I just didn't complete it. And that's that's how it is. (laughs) So anyways, um, I just want to briefly talk about kind of why I gave up and just to kind of provide some context there. And then we'll get into like what I learned. So um, I did not do a very good job with scheduling my days and that turned out to really be present a struggle, especially in trying to fit two workouts in every single day. And that um, I, there were kind of lots of pieces to that, but I just, um, I, it was taking a lot of time and I wasn't recovering properly from my workouts and that really started affecting my sleep and I started to go to bed progressively later and that really started messing me up and I was trying to fit in all of my nutrition like at the very end of the day. So there were many days where I was eating dinner at like 10 p.m. And uh, whenever I do that for me personally, I struggle to get quality sleep because I my uh belief there is that my body is still trying to digest that food and it's just um that's uh kind yeah, of I, I can't affecting eat. my sleep i can't eat right before bed anyway so anyways i i didn't at the beginning i was doing a good job with structuring things and then um and then things just kind of started falling apart and started getting to bed progressively later and everything kind of kept compounding on itself so i just felt more and more like i was not able to um, recover because I wasn't sleeping well. And I was, uh, probably going a little too intense with, uh, my workouts. Um, so that's kind of the main reason. And I think, um, and I also, if I were to do it again, I would not be following a fat loss program probably. Cause I started realizing that wasn't super aligned with the goals that I have right now in terms of 
wanting to build strength and stuff like that. And I still feel like I'm kind of recovering from Ironman training. And I feel like I haven't got in a super good groove with my resistance training. So to head into a shred, it wasn't really aligned with my goals. So anyways, that's that's kind of the, those are the pieces behind why I decided to uh, stop doing it. And as I said, I feel really good about that decision. And I have, um, I had a lot of respect for people who do 75 hard. And now I have even more respect for people who do it after going through it. It is a very challenging program. And um, for, for the first like two weeks, I was just kind of on cruise control. Like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like I can do this. And I actually... I spoke with uh, a member of our team, Jake, and uh, he was, he made a comment about how I think he said like, oh, day 40, like the mid, the middle of the uh, 75 hard is pretty challenging. Like, I don't know, he's saying like around day 40 or something, it really starts to get tough. And at the time when he said that, I wasn't really feeling that myself personally. And yeah, I guess maybe I kind of saw that. I don't know exactly what he went through in doing it. He actually completed it. So kudos to you, Jake. Uh, but well, yeah, it, it gets it gets to a point when you commit to something like that. You you have all this excitement um, and um, uh, and goals within it, and expecting X to come out of it. And as you, I don't know, with a lot of things in in life, it's like you the the excitement fades. And then reality hits, and um, for for commitments like that, I mean, it's that's typically where it's at. Is a, a few weeks in where it doesn't sound as attractive anymore. <laughs> yeah, I still I still like the idea of completing it. I think it's kind of a cool cool thing to do. And uh, yeah, I I guess it um, it wasn't super aligned with the things that I actually want to accomplish when I committed to it. And, um, so if, what, what made you choose how you went about 75 hard in the beginning then? What in terms of how I structured it or what? Uh, in terms of, um, like choosing shredding instead of bulking or, Oh, I thought, Oh, it would be cool to get leaner for the summer and stuff. And I, I guess if I, yeah, I guess, honestly, I was thinking that it didn't seem that hard so i might as well make it a little bit more challenging uh, yeah so i think that was part of it so something about Leif, he likes to to commit to to things that he doesn't know what's going to come from it <laughs> i well i think uh we'll talk about this a little bit more but i think one of the main mistakes that i made is committing to something that i i didn't really want it wasn't something like i will do anything for this it was like yeah that would be cool It'd be no. cool to be leaner. It'd be cool to finish 75 hard. It was it was more like that than a burning desire to like, I I want this. Like I want to change my life and this is a way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this is this is why we say all the time like you need to get crystal clear on what it is that you want to accomplish, what the goals are, what's the um the feasibilities on your end. Um and it it's that will allow you to actually commit to something that you you won't ever look at as a chore or something that you feel like you need to quit because you see all the things that you want come to uh, becoming a reality. Um, and so it yeah, it's it's a matter of 
listing out the thing like if it doesn't check all the boxes you shouldn't do it you know yeah and that's one of the main things that i wanted to share with all of you is kind of a takeaway and i know this is something that we've talked about so much in the podcast but lots of the reason that we do this podcast is kind of for or at least for me <laughs> kind of for the reminders and it's um almost kind of documenting in a way our journey towards accomplishing our goals and figuring things out and I think, um, and there's lots of value in there for me. So I appreciate everyone who enjoys listening to this, but I also find a lot of value personally in thinking through my thoughts, coming up with, uh, ideas of what I want to talk about and then actually having those conversations. So, yeah, I think the, one of the main things is always be clear on your goals and why they matter. And the why part is really important. You can have really clear goals, but realize as I have in a, in a certain way that there wasn't a strong why behind them for wanting to accomplish them. So my, I really feel like my main goal right now is to expand our impact in terms of what we are trying to do with this podcast, with our YouTube channel. And if you haven't uh, actually checked out our YouTube channel in a little bit, you should. We got a new show, The Mediocre Vegan Kitchen, which yeah, is if you like uh, kind of brotherly a, banter and, yeah. and so forth. It's uh, Yeah, it's meant to fun. be just a, a fun cooking show. And the point is that we are like not professional chefs by any means. And we just come up with simple, healthy vegan recipes. And maybe this show will make us professional chefs. Yeah. Maybe at some point we'll have to change your name, the not so mediocre (laughs) vegan cooking show kitchen. So anyways, yeah, my, I really feel like that's my main goal right now is to expand our impact. I want to build mental toughness through, uh, pushing, our movement forward and accomplishing as much as we can to help a million vegans get into the best shape of their lives. And I actually am feeling now that I've gone through this month long period in 75 hard, I've realized that that is the avenue that I want to use to build mental toughness. It it doesn't have to be through fitness. So that just means, um, working harder to expand our impact and really focusing on that and, and having difficult conversations with people on our team or whatever is required to get everyone aligned and move everyone forward. Like that is, that is, those are the hard things that I need to be doing to build mental toughness and move things forward. So I, I already stay quite fit throughout the year. I don't drink alcohol. I rarely drink anything besides water and protein shakes. So I, I also stay pretty consistent with working out five, six days a week, uh, quite consistent. So I already have kind of the, the elements there that are required for being healthy and fit. And that's, that's the stuff that I should just continue focusing on. Um, when you're setting goals, you should be able to say, this is going to be really hard, but I want this so badly. I will do anything to accomplish this goal. You shouldn't be saying this is really hard and doesn't really feel like it actually aligns with my goals. If I'm being honest, that's not a, that's not a helpful avenue through which to, uh, set your goals. So you just need to have kind of a burning desire and you're like, I want this so badly and I will do whatever it takes to accomplish this. 
And if you have that, you have found the right goals. And in hindsight, I didn't have that for 75 hard. Um, another thing that I want to talk about, you can have these intense periods. You can, you can commit to things like 75 hard or uh, an Ironman or some other serious race or event or challenge or something. So you can be doing those, but understand that long-term sustainability is the goal and that's really crucial and for most people you shouldn't go from i'm a couch potato to i'm going to do 75 hard for most i I would i would argue and say nobody should go from a couch potato to 75 hard yeah i'm not i'm not totally sure about that it's i think it depends on exact it depends on a lot of factors so if you used to be like a champion athlete and you're just you just kind of let yourself go, you stop the training after college or whatever, and then you're like, I need to get back to it. You already have done the two a days, six, seven days a week, and you are you come from that background, then maybe you could jump into something like this off the couch. But anyways, uh, going from zero to hundred, I don't think that's quite well that's cards. that's part of that's part of my point is that is that well i guess that's a slightly different point but sustainability over the long term that's pretty crucial and for for me like that's not my excuse for not doing 75 hard i just i just didn't do it period but i think you i think for long i think everybody's goal including mine on the whole like the the overarching health and fitness goal is long-term sustainability. And the simple fact of the matter is if you are not enjoying what you're eating, you're not enjoying how you're training. Those are things that you can only commit to for a short period of time. Uh, for me in this context, it was 32 days or 31 days. I, I failed on 30 day 32, uh, for other people, it might be, you might be able to go 75 days and that's fine. And then you can transition back to sustainability and stuff. And okay, great for other people. It's like, I couldn't do 75 hard for, for two days. And that's totally fine too. The point is understand that sustainability at the end of the day is the goal. And I, I really felt like I knew what I was getting myself into a 75 hard. And I think I largely did. And they were just, um, I just didn't follow through entirely with it. But, um, sustainability is what you should always, that should be the bedrock of your health and fitness journey is I need to be enjoying what I'm eating, enjoying how I'm training and make sure that I'm doing things that are aligned with my goals. And I, as I, um, when I stopped 75 hard, I didn't stuff my face after quitting. I, I drank a banana blueberry protein smoothie and I ate some hip peas. Like that's what I did. And then that was that. And just having the flexibility to eat some things like hip peas and get in a, uh, some extra calories was really all that I needed to uh, get to a more sustainable place, at least nutritionally. And that was really helpful for me. And I just felt more kind of mental clarity from that. And I ended up feeling much more productive with work the following day. Going, so, going back to the, like the sustainability aspect and, and so forth, like there's, there's so many elements, uh, that will help you define what sustainability is, uh, for you. 
um, and things that you need to factor in. So like when I think a lot of people get excited about this this new program or or this thing coming out or a new approach to going about like losing weight or or so forth um and they don't even they don't look at it like take a step away from it and look at it in a different angle and realize like hey is is this actually sustainable for me um is this actually something i could be consistent with uh is this um something i'm going to like enjoy um and wake up every single morning and look forward to uh and so like people get so fixated on the the end result uh when they commit to these things and uh i think i i think programs like 75 hard or committing to a marathon or 5ks like those are great goals and that will definitely push you to grow physically and mentally um, but if it, if your goal is just to, um, like we talk about losing body fat and building muscle. And if your goal is just like to lose weight, it's like, you need to find something that's just consistent and not going to overwhelm you and push you past a threshold where you just feel like you're going to burn yourself out. So I, I think before you actually commit to that next thing, uh, ask yourself, Hey, is this actually something that I'm going to enjoy? Is this something that I can follow through with? Is, is this something that I'm going to wake up every single day and excited to um, complete it, knowing that it doesn't take away from family, that it doesn't take away from your work, that it doesn't uh, take away from your personal time? And when you're able to balance all these things, it's it's not even a program. It's not even a diet. It's, it's, a, it's a lifestyle. Uh, it's, it puts you into this position where you feel like you're just in control of, um, uh, every single area of your life and can determine what the outcome is going to be and, uh, grow personally. Like, uh, and I think that's uh, a lot of people just kind of put that in their, in the back of their minds and they just think about the goal, uh, and then everything else surrounding it gets affected. Um, and so it's, that's why we do preach sustainability. Uh, it, it because if you don't, uh, you're you're going to eventually get back to square one, and nobody wants to do that. Yeah, those are great points. I agree with basically all of that. I'll throw you, it at me. You did say like you need to wake up every day. You said something along the lines of you need to wake up every day and look forward to doing what you're doing. I don't fully agree with that. Okay. Because I think throw it at me. <clears throat> you can you can be really committed to well, it's like, okay, I are you saying every single day I wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to go to the gym. I can't wait to follow my nutrition program. They can totally align with your goals. You can enjoy the things you're eating, you can enjoy the way you're training, but some days you just get up and you're like, I don't feel like it. So I, I don't feel I, I, I think you're you're taking a little bit out of context. Um, what I the the way that I was explaining is like since this is sustainability and you need to factor in all these different elements of your life, both relationships and other commitments and so forth, you need to be able to wake up every single day and look forward to it, knowing uh, essentially meaning that you know that you can show up in all these areas in your life and not have it take away from it. Okay, you need to wake up feeling like all all of your life is heading in the right direction. Your goals are in alignment with the with the lifestyle that you want to live. 
Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the the biggest thing I'm put pushing uh, with what I state is the the simple fact that hey, it's like you need to um, before you commit, you need to understand you need to make sure that you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is something I want to do. This is something I can do. And this is something I'm willing to do. Yeah. Okay. I totally agree with that, but you're still going to have difficult days and that, that's just expected. And there are going to be times that you get up and you're like, this is what I want, absolutely. but this is difficult and I'm not looking forward to my workout or I don't want to follow my nutrition plan today or something like that. Absolutely. Okay. I, like okay. Then we're on the every single area of your life. There's going to be difficult times so it's just like that's i just wanted to add the little okay little extra part there but yeah i agree with all that so um another thing that i want to touch on and uh we recorded a podcast episode on this exact topic so i guess i just need to listen to our podcast <laughs> yeah. but uh we were talking about how more isn't doesn't equal better um and this is again like i I've been doing fitness for a while. I knew, I basically knew what I was getting into when it came to 75 hard stuff, but just, um, just understand that doing more when it comes to training or like doing more training, cutting more calories out of your nutrition program, like doing all this stuff more, like doing, bringing intensity up and up in certain respects that does not equal better. And I kind of view it as uh, something like a probability distribution curve, if you know what those are. Where Absolutely it goes like, not. So Okay. Well, actually, <laughs> I guess I don't know how to explain it so well. But it's, um, it's like- People an, are listening to this. They don't- <laughs> it's, like, it's like a hill where it goes up. Never mind. Okay. So Next example. <laughs> okay. I don't have another example. I've got, I've got like examples. Hill. I've got examples <laughs> for math nerds. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of like a hill. And anyways, I guess no, I'll just not talk about that. Um, so the the point is like um, like doing you want to be doing enough to accomplish your goals, but like pushing yourself to the fringe and going like all the way um, is is not necessarily better, I guess. I don't feel like I'm explaining this well. There, but. There, there, there's a spectrum of things, right? It's there's you have on one end uh, you do nothing, and the other end you run yourself into your grave, right? Uh, and so oh, that's pretty intense. But yeah, I mean that's the spectrum, right? So on that spectrum, you need to find, and I and you can't, de I can't define where people should be on that spectrum because everyone's at different points. So you need to find as you were mentioning that threshold, find that threshold of where you feel comfortable, but also uncomfortable in the sense that you're able to get to the end of the day and lay in your bed and say, hey, I put forth as much as I could today, um, but not past a, that threshold where you're saying, wow, lay in bed and you're like, man, I destroyed myself and I don't feel good today. You know, so it's, it's there. And I think Again, uh, it's like depending on waking up and how you look forward to the gym or if you don't look forward to the gym, that like that spectrum is going to um, where you're all you are on that spectrum is going to fluctuate based off of current um, external factors and uh, internal factors. So you need to at the end of the day, you need to follow the plan, but then also push yourself to where you can say confidently that I put forth everything I could at the end of the day. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, it does. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, that's basically kind of what I was. No, trying it, to it was it was exactly what you were saying. Um, oh, okay. I, but uh, <laughs> it, I, I think looking, I, I'm when I talk about the spectrum, I think of things like I, I can visualize it, and it's really easy for me to say like, okay, it's it's between here and there, and then each day you just trying to figure out where you are at on that spectrum. Yeah. 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 So that was another thing I learned, and it it also kind of aligns with the idea that you that i i'm not this is something we talked about previously but i'm not sure that a hundred percent consistency is is optimal in really any i think it's uh, i think i shouldn't say that i think it's how you define it Ooh. oh yeah i guess i guess so i think it's how you define consistency because you know it's just like um the I don't know, for, for example, my relationship, you know, it's like, I, there is never going to be a day that I'm not a hundred percent consistent, you know, it's like, because I, 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 well, I guess it, yeah, I guess it depends. How it, you... I, I think it, because if you, if, and so my relationship, I'm a hundred percent consistent and I know that I can show up and do the things I want to do to be, and make sure that I'm maintaining the relationship at the level that I want and continue to grow it. Right. Uh, and I think we all show up to our relationships. Uh, most people show up to their relationships in that manner. When it comes to your health and fitness, it's just like, as I was mentioning before, you need to find, if you ask yourself those right questions and find the thing that you know that fits and is that that, uh, that, that puzzle piece that fits within the rest of the things that are going on in your life and your other commitments, then it's not a matter of whether you can or cannot be consistent. It's a matter of, hey, it fits and I can be consistent. And then it just comes down to your adherence of staying on top of it and being consistent. So it's uh, as far as fe- like being able to be consistent, that there's no like you can or you can't like you absolutely can if you have the right approach um but as far as you adhering to that consistency that's where fluctuation comes in and that's where accountability internal and external accountability comes into play right so it's like consistency will always be there but you're choosing the level of consistency yeah that's really interesting right yeah okay huh (laughs) <laughs> it makes me makes me think yeah i i think it i think it's really i think it's fascinating to to think about these things kind of in, in a deeper level because um if you it, it doesn't matter what you're trying to do in life whether it's in your relationships jobs health fitness um as long as you have the everything in place it can happen you know and like there there is a formula to success and it's just a matter of um, fi- um, filling the gaps of where you know that you lack and what you need, and then when you do, it's it's not a matter of if you can or you can't. It, it's a it's a certainty of success, but it comes to adherence. Yeah, I think yeah, what you said that really stood out to me was it depends how you define consistency. So if you define consistency, let's use some examples here. If you define consistency as doing two workouts a day every single day and following your meal plan exactly and you're not consuming a single calorie from any other anything that is not in your meal plan and that's what i did for a month on 75 hard yeah you won't adhere to it 
Uh, it that is not a long term thing. It's not a long term thing, but yeah. I guess I guess um yeah, it just depends how you define consistency because then if we're looking at maybe more of the flip side where I think uh, most people are in terms of their training and nutrition, uh, people who are trying to accomplish, uh, let's say a fat loss goal and Hey, I'm working out, uh, four or five days a week, 45 minutes each time. And I am following a moderate caloric deficit, eating the foods that I want to eat. And I have some flexibility there. So, and, and you, and you see the results and everybody will want to be consistent with that. Everyone will choose to be consistent because they're enjoying it and they're seeing the results. Yeah. So if you choose the wrong thing and sure, it might be in that same criteria, like in, in those realms, but it's not specifically created for you. Um, so it's just like maybe not putting you in the deficit that you should be in. Uh, but it's like eating healthy and it fits in your schedule to go to the gym and you can get the sleep in and you don't feel like it's consuming you like, but you could lack results. Like that's sparks inconsistency, you know, because you're going to become demotivated, um, unmotivated, demotivated, (laughs) uh, you become unmotivated and then you want, then you choose to be inconsistent. Right. So it's just like, you have to find the thing that guarantees that guarantees consistency but but that's defined differently for each person because you have professional athletes you have beginners and that's why if you're following like a cookie cutter program or just finding something online um i could probably say most of you that are listening you're you're probably having either a hard time adhering to it or you're not really seeing the results that you want um which tells me you haven't found the thing that you can be 100 percent consistent with yeah okay all that's really interesting i guess what i guess what i'll take from that is reframing what i said at the very beginning of this which is i said something along the lines of 100 percent consistency uh is not maybe ideal maybe what is ideal is like shooting for 90 percent or something like that and i guess what i should be saying instead is that 100 percent consistency is not required for results i guess that's more the what i was trying to communicate i don't know i i would say otherwise i think 100 i think uh it it's not a matter of focusing on consistency so you're saying find develop a approach that allows you to be 100% consistent. Is that what you're saying? It it does it it's not even you don't even have to think about consistency, right? That, that this is the cool this is this is a cool part mm. about this. You don't even have to think Are you about to blow my mind. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um I I think a lot of people talk about consistency and uh in a lot of people in the health and fitness space is like saying like you either do or you don't, right? Um, which I, I mean, I come from a military background. I, I, I do view that to an extent because I like to push myself and I, and I will do that. Um, but I, I don't think that you should be, uh, I don't, I don't think that you should say like, Hey, I think everyone can be at a hundred percent consistent, be a hundred percent consistent, but you have to find the, the approach that just makes that automatic because 
if you find the approach that fits perfectly for everything that you want and you enjoy and it's in your schedule and uh, you're, it doesn't take away from family and you can still travel and do the things that you want, it's like people aren't going to worry about consistency, nor is people going to say that I can't be consistent because like 100% consistency is just going to be there if everything fits and just makes sense. You know? Okay. I feel like I feel like we're saying similar things. Um, the, I think the the only thing that you said that didn't really make much sense is like uh, it's okay to be not to me uh, is you saying uh, it's okay to or saying it doesn't matter if it's ninety percent or a hundred percent. I reframed it though, and I said that that's what I was kind of saying initially, and then I reframed it after your first um monologue <laughs> and i said the uh, uh helpful monologue i should add um and i said the uh maybe the way of looking at it is build a plan that uh, that allows you to be 100% consistent like build yeah, build it, the it, approach build the lifestyle build the plan but i don't even sure think you... it, it it allows you to it just creates okay okay you know, it, it creates consistency. And then if you and then if you just don't follow that plan, it's like that's just on you. So uh, and then so I don't I can't really it, it's kind of the um, uh, like customization plus adherence equals consistency, I guess. Okay, we're going to work on that formula. But, <laughs> but I, I don't know. That's yeah. what came to my mind. Okay, you got the yeah, you got the. The, the only element that if everything, if you find the right approach, the only element that's going to hold you back um, is adherence slash willingness. And that's why we say your, your desire, which is your why, is very important because when your why, like, hey, um, I, I want to lose 50 pounds because I want to be able to be here as long as possible for my, my toddlers. Um, is extremely powerful right so it's just like that's going to make you want to adhere and you're willing to put forth and follow the plan that fits into your lifestyle if you're just like hey i just want to look good on the beach and there's like no substance to it it's like it's cool yeah cool having a six-pack is awesome you know being sh shredded is cool but it's like is, is that going to make me want to completely like just like I don't know. It, it's it's not that motivating, you know. Um, and you have the the reason why people say, "Hey, I want to get six pack," is, "Hey, I want to get six pack so I can feel confident and be able to show up better and more powerfully in my relationship." It's like, okay, cool. Now you have a strong why, so now you can adhere and you are willing to follow that customized that customized program that you know can easily be uh, followed. So it, it there's there's a few elements here, uh, but it's if you get the customized plan in the very beginning, and then you have a very powerful why that creates success. Maybe we're getting a little closer with the formula there. You yeah. Know? Okay, but, we'll work on the formula. Yeah, I I I don't know. I I think I don't know. This is something I could talk about a lot, but I I consistency it should should not be a, a something that is. Um, search for because if you search if if you create the right approach and 
uh, find the uh, and you have the the why and the the, the approach to accomplish that the the, the desire and uh, and so forth like consistency just going to ha- is going to happen. Okay, some interesting points. Uh, I'm gonna have to think about this a little bit more. <laughs> Uh, another thing that I kind of really learned through this process, and this is all just reinforcing, I'm just reinforcing these things, but I think it's helpful to constantly no, be let's, reinforcing let's, let's things. Let's keep moving. I, I'm ready to go on another rant here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking about sleep and recovery, so we'll see what your sleep brand is. Okay. So sleep and recovery really are everything. And if you do not have that in any, if, if that's not a massive part of your health and fitness journey, you are really going to struggle. I, I think, uh, the sleep part is something that lots of people overlook. They're like, Oh, here's my diet. Here's my training program. Boom. Crushing it. No. How's your sleep? What are your stress levels? Like, how's your hydration? These are the factors that have a huge impact that not enough people focus on. Yeah. I actually do have like a somewhat right, rant for this. Let's hear it. Um, I, I was actually talking to uh, one of our employees the other day uh, about sleep, um, and uh, the um, she she is in school. Uh, she's uh, really focusing on like cool and really awesome fitness goals. Uh, she's working for us, uh, and then she's trying to spend time. Uh, outside of all these other commitments and spend time with friends and family and so forth. So, um, it, and, and she has all this homework. So her, her days are extremely packed and it's been affecting her sleep. Um, and I had a very honest, uh, conversation with her talking about how, if, if you're not on top of your sleep, there's no way that you'll be able to bring 100% of yourself to the things that you actually want to. Um, and so uh, this this was a conversation that was sparked because uh, we, we like to check in with everybody on our team, make sure everything's uh, good to go. Um, and it, you can't say that your sleep is, let, let's say, a, a star, like a start system, one through five. You can't say, say your uh, sleep is a one, but then say that you show up to this other thing as a five. That's that's impossible. Like you can't you can't show up to something 100 percent if you're not showing up to yourself 100 percent, you know. So um, in terms of recovery, like it, it's it's just proven through science. And uh, that's something that I know you you can geek about. But it's just like it, like that's just proven. You need you need sleep to recover from training and exercise. But uh, look it through a different lens. You know, it's like. Um, make sure that you're getting enough, enough sleep so you can show up hundred percent to your job and your spouse and, and your kids, you know, it's like, um, being, staying up a little bit later and scrolling through social media or, or, uh, I don't know, watching, watching a movie or it, even if it is something productive, like if it's work, but then you lose two hours of sleep, um, and then you want to wake up and, uh, make your kids breakfast, but you oversleep and then they have to go to school. It's like you, you can't show up 100% to that, you know? Uh, or if you go to the gym, like you're not going to be able to bring forth 100% intensity into that workout. Um, so it's uh, these, the that's why all this stuff goes hand in hand, right? So it's like if you find the thing that f- just fits in your life, then it just 
allows you to get the sleep that you need. Uh, and then it's just a matter of adhering to the schedule. I look at lots of this through the lens of how your body builds muscle. And the first thing that you basically do is you break down your muscles uh, with small micro tears that you do through some kind of uh, resistance training. So you're pushing your muscles and uh, breaking them down, and then your body rebuilds those muscles. Um, and that, that process, um, you, need to, you need to have adequate protein. You need to have adequate recovery time to enable your body to be able to recover after you break it down. And that's the process of building muscle over time. But if you are doing too much breaking down and not enough building up through recovery and nutrition, then you're actually going to be pushing yourself in the opposite direction. You're going to be breaking your muscles down and then not recovering enough and then breaking them down more and then not recovering enough. So you're actually doing uh, a net negative thing to, yeah. to your muscles and you're actually not going to see really any results from doing that. A very similar thing happens um, when you are uh, getting five hours of sleep and then trying to show up 100% and then getting five hours of sleep. It just compounds in a negative direction and it actually takes you further away from your goals. Yeah. And it essentially just gets you, puts you to a point where you say like, uh, I'm done. And then for momentum might not even happen. Yeah. I quit 75 hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, Which, that's, that's not always uh, I was thinking about, but yeah, well that is, this was kind of a, but I mean, that, that is, that my, is, that is a good example of that. Yeah. Though. My sleep was just compounding. It was short sleep periods again and again, again and again, and trying to get up, do all the same stuff and then feeling more and more tired over time. That was really kind of the the thing that yeah, broke me. Yeah, and and a lot of people just don't prioritize sleep or say that they don't have uh, they they don't have the the schedule where they can get that amount the amount of sleep that they need, and it 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 comes down to how you just structure a day. You know, it like you can get the amount of sleep that you want. If you say I need sleep for twelve hours, like okay, well that's excessive. It's like I don't think that you don't need that. But it's just like if you look at everyone's successful um uh let's just say like uh jeff bezos you know maybe he's not the best example but i'm not sure any like (laughs) okay maybe not like that super high but like any anyone that's successful um they they really prioritize their sleep i think professional Um, athletes are great and i was just about to say professional athletes go in that direction professional athletes are a perfect example of that it's like they to get to the level of performance like you're if they cut their sleep uh, in, uh, by a third, it's like there's, they're not going to be able to show up the next day at the same intensity that they were the previous day. Yeah. So, so sleep is important. That's the main main point. Um, I guess we could get through these podcasts by just saying the points and just being done in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we could. Um, another thing that I learned through 75 Hard that actually was a really positive thing that I'm taking from this experience is that reading a physical – well. I shouldn't say that because even even failures or things that didn't go your way, there's still lessons learned. There's still kind of positive things that you can take. But anyways, one thing that I took that was is something that I want to continue doing. So it's a lesson I took that I actually want to continue integrating into my life is reading a physical book every day is an amazing habit. 
and I was really enjoying that. I listen to audiobooks all the time. I go through tons of audiobooks. I have like I have over 300 audiobooks on my Audible account and I just like I'll rip through them. I listen to some of them a couple dozen times. <clears throat> uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. If you have not listened to that, highly recommend it. My probably my favorite book. And I've listened to that at least uh, 30 times. But reading a physical book every single day is an amazing habit. And I was um, I heard uh, from someone I follow online, uh, this entrepreneurial guy. He talks about reading a physical book while listening to the audiobook version. And I have been doing that. Uh, I was doing that through 75 hard. And I found that my reading comprehension just went through the roof. So that was a really helpful hack for me. Um, I enjoy listening to podcasts on the go and listening to audiobooks on the go. But if I really need to be consuming some information and I want to get as much out of a book as possible, that is the best way that I have personally found of doing that. And that's something that I just uh, really have done for the first time through 75 Heart. So reading a physical book, or if you can only do audiobooks, just consuming positive mental food every single day is a really important habit. Yeah. I, I, and to, I, I would just make it a little bit more broad. It's like, uh, just make sure that you're continuously learning, you know? Um, uh, the, I, I don't really like reading physical books. Have I put forth a lot of effort to get to a point where I enjoy it? No. Um, can I? Absolutely. And I probably should. I do like listening to uh, shorter form, like uh, thought provoking um, statements and so forth. And I like to piece things together and I like to um, kind of come to my own conclusion and then maybe look into it a little bit further uh, based off of everything that I've learned up until this point in my life. Um, but something that I do that is, I would say is helps me to expand, uh, my, I don't know, helps me learn. Uh, it's more so about life and myself is, um, uh, I don't know. I took a step away from this a while, uh, for a little bit, uh, like two months ago. Um, uh, but like meditation, um, uh, meditation allows me to learn more about, uh, myself and life and uh, relationships and it just it kind of allows me to ground myself as the individual that I want to be um, and kind of grow from that and then those shorter form like thought provoking thoughts helps me to sift through that during those those moments um, and that really I f- have found that to be the most um, effective way of me for me to learn um, instead of consuming many words where I feel like my, uh, I don't know, I feel like my mental bandwidth in that realm kind of gets overwhelmed. So I like to be in thought instead of consuming so many thoughts, if that makes sense. I think they are, they serve different purposes. No, I, I, so I, I think, yeah, I, I'm not saying one's better than the other, um, at all. I, I think, oh, yeah, I'm I not think, saying that either. Yeah, I'm I think saying, both are super beneficial. Yeah, I think I think uh, I would put those into two two groups. One is um uh one is learning and then one is reflection. And I guess you can learn through reflection as well. Right. But I yeah, I I think from consuming information, consuming positive mental food as I called it, 
I think that's a really important part of your daily diets. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't meditate, but I do like taking hot showers in the dark. <laughs> and that's kind of where weird. That's <laughs> no, I, I really enjoy it. But that's where that's where I do some of my best thinking. Is yeah. I'm just I'm just there. I I love showering in the dark. I don't know if anyone else has had that experience, but it's pretty nice. Uh, but that just gives me lots of ideas. I can think through things. Um, our our mom actually got me, well, it's got you as well, a little notepad that uh, is waterproof. I don't even know where that went. <laughs> well, mine's in my shower, so I can use that to jot down my notes because it, it does kind of, it's, um, I don't, I don't like having really great ideas in the shower, which happens pretty often that I can't write down immediately because I'm worried about forgetting it. And you're kind of in an inconvenient spot to like be writing stuff down. So that's helpful. Anyways. Well, yeah. So I guess in summary, I I think we all, we're we're all finding like ways for us to learn the, in the most efficient way manner uh, possible, you know? So, um, it's kind of cool to think about that we're blood brothers, but we have completely different ways of going about doing that. So I don't know. Food for thought. Yeah. Um, all right. So there are just kind of some main takeaways that I want, uh, you to have from this journey that I shared with you and some of the lessons I've shared with you. There are some kind of main takeaways. Um, and we'll be, uh, it's kind of touching on some things we've already talked about, but, Uh, The first is it's okay to get off track. Like don't beat yourself up when you get off track. Just um, just move, have the goal of continual self-improvement, however you define that and whatever the approach that you need to be taking is to accomplish your goals in life. So 75 hard is pretty uncompromising. I knew that going into it and yeah, it works for some people. And I, if I had structured my diet differently and really structured my schedule differently, and if I had, um, if I had done some things differently, I, yeah, it's, it's possible to do that. Um, but I think for most people, especially if you're starting out, you don't need to do things like 75 hard. In in fact, you probably shouldn't, shouldn't. you probably shouldn't be doing things like 75 hard. But if you feel like 75 hard or any other challenge or any other race or whatever it is truly aligns with your goals, then go for it. Then commit to those things. The, I guess the, I committed to 75 hard when we were recording the, uh, episode of commit now and figure the rest out later, or I committed to it just before that and then talked about in that episode. But, uh, so I do believe in committing now and kind of figuring the rest out later, but commit to the things that you really, really want to accomplish. And that really align with your goals and things that you absolutely must have in your life. Not things that would be like a cool challenge to do or something for me personally, doing a full Ironman aligned with that. Like that was the commitment that I made to the commit now and figure, figure the rest out later episode, uh, prior to the last one that we recorded. So I think it was 2020 that we recorded that something like that, the one. And so at that point, like I, I kind of underestimated maybe the, uh, commitment that I was making, but it was something that I truly wanted to do. And maybe that wasn't really the right time in my life to be doing that. But anyways, the point is make sure that you're committing to things that you really care about doing and make sure that the things that you're committing to truly align with your goals and understand that 
it's okay to get off track. Don't beat yourself up. Just nudge yourself back on track. So always have that um, in mind. Um, another thing, kind of touching on what we uh, touched on earlier, 100% consistency is not required for results. But as Anders mentioned, which I think is an interesting addition to this, you should be creating a program and a lifestyle and a schedule that allows you to be 100% consistent. So even through that lens, even if you create something that allows you to be 100% consistent, if you get off track for a certain day or your uh, daughter breaks her arm and you have to take her to the hospital and you miss your workout and stuff, like that's all, that stuff is okay. And you don't need to be 100% consistent for results. So don't have the all or nothing mentality. I think that's really kind of the right. the main but it, there. But then it will also be up to you to get back on to that plan get back and, on track right. yeah exactly so don't beat yourself up and i i guess that really aligns with the last thing i said it's okay to get off track and 100 consistent uh, 100% consistency is not required for results but try your best to to follow a approach that allows you to be 100 consistent but even then if you get a little bit off track that's okay so the last takeaway that I really want you to have from this is don't give up on your goals just because they are challenging, but pick the right battles. So this is a very important point. So I could have continued pushing through on 75 hard and just gritted it out and just said, you know what? It is what it is. I need to follow through and prove to everyone that I follow through on my stuff and, and, um, and show everyone like, oh yeah, I did this. But I was kind of realizing, okay, this isn't truly aligned with what I want to be doing and I need to pick the right battles here. The battles that I want to be fighting are against the meat and dairy industries. I want to be amplifying our message and really doing everything I can to do that. And I started feeling like 75 hard was taking away from that and that wasn't kind of my my focus. So... What I, yeah, what I really want to do is level up my commitment to magnifying our impact. Working harder in our business is going to level up my mindset. I don't need to work harder with fitness and nutrition because I was already like pretty on top of that. And um, anyways, that's that's just my my approach. If uh, if leveling up your kind of health and fitness is aligned with your goals, especially if you are not doing enough right now to have the body you want to have, um, then that's, that's something that, uh, could be the right battle for you. Um, but improving my body composition and going from five workouts per week to 14 workouts per week, isn't kind of the mental challenge that I actually feel like I need right now. So that's the main point. Don't give up on your goals because they are challenging, but pick the right, just because they are challenging, but pick the right battles. That's really important. So challenge is good. Uh, doing challenges can be a really good thing, but pick the right battles that are actually things that you truly want to accomplish. So you got any other closing thoughts? I, I think we gave our audience enough to stew on. So yeah, <laughs> lots to think about in this episode. <laughs> So anyways, really appreciate all of you listening and uh, just, yeah, we want to give you guys the best content we possibly can. And uh, it would really mean a lot to us if you could share our show and also leave us a review. 
that means a lot to us. I love reading reviews and I really appreciate receiving those. So um, well, you guys are the reason why we can continue to build this this uh, movement that we are. You know, it's like we want to show what we can create as vegans um, and we want to give you the tools to in order to make that happen. So let's bring more people with us along this journey and and be able to inspire the entire world. Um, so it's, yeah, uh, we love you guys. Yeah. So yeah, if you can, uh, do your part in sharing the show, helping us to reach a million vegans really, uh, will change the world, uh, inspire more people to choose compassionate lifestyles. And that's what this is all about. So thank you so much for your time and we'll catch you on the next episode. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out theveganjim.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.